I am still wearing the white brocade doublet Caroline gave me. It has a plain high collar, detachable sleeves, and intricate buttons of twisted silk thread set close together so that the fit is snug. The doublet makes me think of a coverlet on a vast bed. Perhaps that was the intention. I first wore it at an elaborate dinner her parents held in our honor. I knew even before I stood up to speak that my cheeks were inflamed. I have always flushed easily, from physical exertion, from wine, from high emotion. As a boy, I was teased by my sisters and by schoolboys, but not by George. Only George could call me Rosie. I would not allow anyone else. He managed to make the word tender. He said it described not just my cheeks, but my lips as well smooth and crimson as rose petals. When I made the announcement, George did not turn rosy, but went pale as my doublet. He should not have been surprised. It has been a common assumption that I would one day marry his cousin, but it is difficult to hear the words aloud. I know, I could barely utter them. Caroline bent her head, the pearls in her smooth hair catching the light. Her eyes remained on her small, graceful hands folded in front of her. Her half-smile looked rationed. She has done nothing wrong. Afterwards, I found George on the terrace overlooking the kitchen garden. Despite drinking steadily all afternoon, he was still pale. We stood together and watched the maids cut lettuces. What do you think of my doublet, I asked. George always noticed clothes. He glanced at me. That collar looks to be strangling you. We will still see each other, I insisted. We can still hunt and play cards and attend court. Nothing need change. George did not speak. I am 23 years old. It is time for me to marry and produce an heir. It is expected of me. George drained another glass of claret and turned to me. Congratulations on your upcoming nuptials, James. I am sure you will be content together. He never used my nickname again.